God, I'm lucky. I'm so lucky. I thought I was going to get you in the, I thought I was like small time and I was going to get you in the car again, but look at, I got you in a suit, uh, in front of the fireplace. We're fucking, bald. yeah, I'm not doing good. I'm not doing good at all because I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm filling in for a week at OAN. Are you familiar with OAN? No, tell me, tell me. It's like a news, you know, it's like Fox News Light or whatever, you know, they have like OAN, Newsmax, you know, it's just, it's a, it's like a news organization, but it's an independent news organization. So, and of course, you know, they've gotten in trouble for saying stuff about the election and they got kicked off. Uh, they were on Verizon, they were on all the Fioses and they got kicked off that for talking about the election or whatever, even though it was the best election ever. I know we can't say much on YouTube, but I'm filling in for their primetime host this week. Yes. Dan Ball. So I'm going to San Diego for a week. And you how, would think it'd be a big... How, how, I'm, I'm tripping. How, how are you going to play that? I'm going to be dead serious. I'm going to have some goofy guests, but I just... I mean, and I'm not really stressed about that. I'm excited to do that, but I'm going to be out of town for five nights. I just... And then I got to have a cat. I got to have people come here and take care of my cats, my dogs. That's what I get stressed about. I'm excited to go there for a week. But this I got to book fucking- a bunch of guests, too. Yeah, this is awesome. But but um I'm so curious. Yeah, the cats are a serious issue that that fires up your OCD, right? Yeah, a little bit. And my OCD's like basically gone away. I don't even really have that bad OCD, okay. but I just know. Well, this is why if, well, if let's I label it something to- else. Your cat love. How about that? CL. Yeah, CL that is a little bit. And it's fun. I cannot forget about that. I cannot stop eating i have and i'm doing i am dude i am cannot stop it is really bad i haven't been so i mean i quit smoking weed i don't drink alcohol so i like well i appreciate that but i almost can't justify not eating cheese fries not eating pizza not eating i've been eating these cinnamon rolls every day now these they're delicious so i can't stop eating cinnamon rolls what about are are you on the ground floor at your house do you share any walls with anyone like are there any other uh are you in a condo where there you share walls with anyone i'm in a duplex where i have the top half and somebody has the bottom half why oh that's not good because i was gonna say you know what you need to get what i do i have this thing called an assault bike do you know what that is yeah, I know. I do need to do an assault bike. And I put yeah, headphones I on and I just watch and I and I watch TV. So like prior to you coming on, you know, I get on the assault bike for 20 minutes. I put the headphones on and I have my phone there and I take notes, but then I'm exercising. And then I drink a cup of coffee to kind of push away my hunger. No, 100%. I I need to, you know, I, I used to be Too much masturbation then- will lead to hunger too, by the way. Is that really true? I think so. I, I don't. I don't jack off that that much, but that, that's true. Jacking off makes you hungry. Don't you always like to like just jerk off and then go like eat something like a, a peanut butter I've heard sandwich that be- with a glass of milk? I've heard that before, but I don't know if I do after I crank it. If I do go and immediately eat, I probably go to sleep usually. Oh well, that's good. Honestly, honestly, I'm just telling. I mean, if we're just speaking here, but I have heard that where people something about the orgasm makes you hungry or something, or you want to go eat. I don't know. I'm curious how, so I don't, I'm, I'm making this first number up. The first time I met you, you had, let's say 6,000 YouTube subscribers. Then the second time we hung out, you had 142. Now you have, or maybe hundred. Now you have like over 200. I want to say like you're at 242 on your YouTube channel and it's all, it, it it's fucking hardcore satire, jackass, but by, by jackass, I don't mean like your jackass. I mean referencing the uh, yeah, the, the comedy show. group. Yeah, the group. Um, hardcore 
with a, a, an intense activism component. And yet these people on a serious news show are like, Hey, come do our, come anchor the show at, uh, OAN one America news network. Yeah. Well, they like it because I had, because of all the stuff you named, cause I have a lot of social media followers now. So it helps them a little bit. They have me uh, on. So, you know, I mean, I, I obviously the, sh- the show's a serious news show, but obviously I'm going to have a funny take on it. You know what I mean? So it's not it's not do or die. Like, I can't be myself type. Like, Dan Ball, the host that hosted, he has a lot of personality, too. I mean, he's more serious than me, but he, you know, goes off on tangents. And he, it's not like the normal news, uh, you know. Uh, uh, the show looks like CNN. They're, they're, and It's um, a little sh- more. There's a l- little more opinion than just news in it. God, I'm so excited for you. This is fucking awesome. Um, what are the yeah, Blaze but that's not even a big say? deal. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. The Blaze show, then my Blaze show starts October third, th- and that's the other thing. Is so now and this is between you, and me, and all the people watching on the internet. So now I'm in the negotiation uh, stages with the Blaze, and they already had me under a contract as a contributor, which I signed in February. So they have right a first refusal of any shows I do, and so we've been talking about this show for a while for like now about four months and it's about to finally happen it's gonna be a pimp on a blimp the primetime alex stein show is that what um, it's gonna be called the primetime alex stein show yeah oh, oh no not the pimp on a blimp no but that's that's a lot of the a lot of the branding is pimp on a blimp it actually looks really cool i, I can't wait for that to release <sighs> but um the thing about the blaze though and I mean, there's only so much I can say, but I guess I can be honest is, is dude, they want to take over a lot of my, they want to have control, full control over all my YouTube channels, which won the conspiracy castle. Well, but listen, won the conspiracy castle, I was going to take off YouTube anyway. It's just, they were, with the ter- terms of services at any day, any time they could, you know, give me a strike and take that channel down. So I almost feel like that was, if, you know, I, that'll always exist. I'll put it on Rumble or Blaze wants to put it on their paywall. Like, I'll, I'll always have it there. But it's just with terms of service on YouTube, they can change their terms of service and then retroactively give you a strike. So I feel like that show I kind of have to take off. But they want my Alex Stein channel. And I don't really want to give them that Alex Stein channel. What does that mean, give to them? Well, I mean, it'd basically be like they're in control over it. They're in control over the monetization and everything of it, even though they're going to pay me more than it gets monetized for. But let's say the channel blows up, you know, they, obviously they're going to be paying me more monthly than I'm earning from it. And they're, they're you know, there's other payments. So they're paying me a lot more than I just earned from that one channel. You get it back when when you leave there? Yeah, supposedly I do get it back. And what if they... It's like some- I'm leasing them. It's like I'm leasing them the channel. But I, but, and the reason why I want to keep it separate is they don't want you to keep it separate because then, like, oh, it kind of causes friction because then you're trying to create content for this thing while we have you oh, doing this. I do this. get that. I do get that. Yeah, which that does make sense. That does make sense. But, you know, at the same time, they also are they, they, smart. They, the two start competing for your time, right? Your station and then the, the Blaze work. Yes, exactly. And, but and you're not really obsessed with your YouTube either. Your YouTube's pretty casual. It's not like you're like, I work with this other guy, Andrew Hiller, or even myself. And we're like, we have to put something out every day. Your shit's, you're not obsessed with it like that. Yeah. And I kind of used to be, but I've slowed down ever since I've, I used to be like nuts where I had to do a stream or go live every day. And I probably, I'm going to have to get like that again because the Blaze show will be four days a week. So, really and truly, I've been kind of purposely not streaming and doing my shows, which I don't know if that was now looking back if that's that smart because now I'm a little 
rusty, but I mean, I obviously can talk all day, but I purposely was not doing a show because I didn't want to risk getting strikes. Like with my small three minute stuff, I don't really have to worry because I can get it monetized and approved. But you know, when you have these long extemporaneous, you know, conversations with guests, like I usually have been doing the guests sometimes say something and I've gotten strikes in the past. So I've been really kind of example of what you could get a strike for. Like you said, we couldn't, you can't say anything about the election. You can't say anything about the election. It has to be fair. Just that it was the fair and most secure election ever. I can't say, but there was that movie that showed us otherwise. And you can't even talk about two thousand dogs or whatever. I didn't call something else, but yeah, no, you can get a strike. That that's that's serious. Um, and the medical misinformation they've leaned, they've they've uh, you know backed off that a little bit. But that's what I originally got my strikes for: is mask stuff. I was anti talking about how I didn't like the mask, and I got medical misinformation. I did actually see that recently. YouTube said uh, that you're on their policy that you can't say masks don't work. You can't. I don't think no, you, can you can't say, say that. No, I don't understand how a video streaming platform gives two fucks about that. It's because they're the biggest streaming platform. So they just, it's all about control. It's like the same reason of, of, you know, the reason why they put in vaccine mandates is not for safety or health. So less people get it. It's so more people comply to the regulation. Do you see what I'm saying? I hear you, but uh, they uh, admit that though. They admit that it's about compliance. You act like that there's this sentient being. There is. It's called Big Pharma. It's called the the CEOs of these companies. You don't realize, dude, even the top 100 companies are probably ran by like the same 15 people. Uh, Yeah, there is. Oh, so they they meet. the same way, like um, like the executives over at Blaze would meet. These fifteen people are like they have their own club that they meet, and then the, they try to rule planet. Theoretically, theoretically, yes. I mean, if I kind of can't listen, blame them, right? Like, if 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 me and you were the two richest guys on the planet, we'd probably hang out more. Well, yeah. I mean, they go to Sun Valley, Idaho, and then they have Davos. Those are the events that we know. But, uh, you know, uh, you've, you've heard of Alex Jones going to Bohemian Grove where it's like a bunch of, you know, presidents, important people go there and they do gay sex and they do like weird effigies. Yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah, Savon, you didn't know that they do the gay sex or so they have rituals. So they videotape a guy. Why, if you're rich, would you have gay sex? Why not just do the sex you want? I guess maybe they want to do it. That and it's called honeypotting. Like they want to get footage of you with a child or you with like a guy. So it's embarrassing. So then they have leverage. That's why it's like Ghislaine Maxwell's dad is a guy named Robert Maxwell. And he was killed. They got thrown off his boat. And then when he died, they gave him a proper Israeli funeral because he was a Mossad agent. And what he would do is he was the one that started all the Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell stuff. He would get these important people and he would honeypot them. This is in James Bond. You've ever seen James Bond? I have. How they always have like the sexy woman that tries to have sex with the person and she's a yeah. spy. Yeah. That's real. That's real. I know that sounds crazy, but there no, are it doesn't real sound, spies. No, it doesn't sound crazy. Do you, I, I remember reading in, in, I don't remember if it was uh, in the Washington Post or the New York Times or the LA Times, but it was one of the liberal rags. And they they started planting the seeds of a story that um, uh, Donald Trump went to Moscow and he stayed at the Ritz-Carlton. And, and he got peed on. That was all fake. Yeah. Yeah. But and that was what? all fake. But isn't it amazing that the left came up with that idea that the newspapers were planting those seeds? So that, that would be honeypotting, right? They were accusing Donald Trump of being honeypotted, if I can conjugate it. Well, that's just a lie. Yeah. But that's more just a lie. Like a honeypot is where you would get an attractive woman and she would trick you. Like Eric Swalwell dated a Chinese spy he didn't know about. Are you familiar with that? Yep. 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 
Yeah. That's more of a honeypot because he thought, oh, this is just this pretty Asian girl likes me. And then they uh, say, hey, you have to vote this way or we're going to tell your wife. Or well, yeah, or we'll leak your dick pics. Wow. And that doesn't and would seem you do it? If they had my... If they had a picture of like a dildo up my butt, I, you know, as a congressman, I'd probably do whatever they, I don't know that he did that. I'm just saying that's why they make you do those weird stuff. Um, and they take pictures of it. That's why, that's why, uh, that's how Scientology works. That's why they get in these big celebrities and they can't ever leave because they have them do these, these auditing sessions where they're, they're all recorded and, they, and these people say the most embarrassing stuff. I can't believe that if they have so many of those one person's just not like, okay, fuck it. Yes. I watch midget porn. I'm guilty, uh, but you have to know there's this, and then they out the, the undercover group. Well, that does happen, but then, see, see, you got to look at, there's people like Seth Rich. Are you familiar with Seth Rich? No. Seth Rich, well, you really need to look up Seth Rich, but he was he worked for Bernie, and he was the one that leaked all the stuff about Hillary Clinton's emails. And, uh, you know, it's never confirmed, but he's supposed to be the one that gave it to Julian Assange. Uh, Julian Assange leaked it. And Seth, Seth Rich was murdered outside of his place in Washington, D.C. So was he robbed, but they didn't take his Rolex or his wallet. Seth Conrad uh, Rich. Holy shit. Holy shit. Well, so this guy was just murdered. He was a huge American. He was a Democrat. He was a Bernie bro. And uh, he gave out, he was, you know, robbed in front of his apartment, you know. His phone, his wallet, and his expensive watch, they didn't take it. So so there's a thing called the Clinton body count. The people that do blow the whistle, they get murdered. And you're actually, you know, this is how a lot of, this is how it works. So Princess Diana, do you think that she just died in a car accident? Yeah. Do you think it was just, you think it was just all accidental? I just think that there were reporters chasing her and her and the rich dude got in a car accident. The dude died too, yeah. right? The rich guy? No, 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 no. He lived. Uh, uh, he did? What was well, his no, name? No, 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 no. No, no, no. That was, uh, you're talking about, I'm talking about the, the guy in the front seat, the the Secret Service agent. The, that was Dodi Fayed. But so this is what happened in the in the, in that thing. She was supposedly pregnant with a Muslim, with Dodi Fayed's kid in the, you know, Prince Philip. They didn't want that because that would be embarrassment to the monarchy because then the kids would be half brothers with, with some Muslim people that they wouldn't like that. So what happened was they said that they had to kill her. And that's how this works is the reason why they kill her in Paris, France is when an American and a MI6 for UK, they have a thing called, um, you know, diplomatic immunity. So if they could commit a crime in a different country, they can actually commit the crime and get away with it. So that's why we have spies. That's why they'll go and they'll kill an American diplomat or they killed an English, the, the queen, the queen of England. The reason why they kill her in Paris is because they can use their MI6 agents to go commit a crime in Paris and they have diplomatic immunity and they don't have to tell. That's like in all these spy stuff. They do that all the time where they have an American person kill an Amer another American person in, on, in a foreign place. And that's it's what happened espionage. to her? Those weren't reporters chasing her? The, that was... You, did you not hear how long it took her to get to? An, dude, Google the story. It took her nearly an hour for them to get from the scene of the accident to a hospital. And they passed about 14 hospitals on the way to the one they went to. What the fuck? Look at people in the comments like know what you're talking about. Look at this lady. This I know, I don't, I... Over 100 people on the Clintons? Yes. How do you explain? Okay, so they have a daughter, right? What's her name? Chelsea? Chelsea, yeah. W when do you tell a kid, uh, there's something you need to know? Like, does she know? I don't know if you tell, but it's kind of like, um, 
I don't know. Like my don't dad know. never I, told me he owned a wine and cheese store. I just kind of knew. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. It's like kind of the Belmont business. My dad kind of never like told me the Belmont business, but I, I mean, I guess he kind of did when I got into it. But um, I think he just kind of through osmosis being. But she was probably not near her parents that much. They were probably busy. She probably was always with a babysitter or a freaking secret service agent or something. But still, dude. I guarantee you Chelsea Clinton knows her mom is an evil bitch. <laughs> and heck was never killed either. They killed her because of the pedo movies she was working. That was weird. Did you see her where she got in that fire and then she lifted up out of the burn bag and they put oh, her back that in? Oh, I did see that. And I was actually was telling someone about that and they thought I was bat. They were telling me I was batshit crazy and they're sitting right next to me and I'm like, well, here's the video and they refused to look at it. It was a person like just like me and you talking. I know. And and like uh, I wouldn't be surprised half the time at this hospitals when they. But hey, that was a burn bag. That wasn't a body bag. Right. Still, it was a burn bag, but she came right out of it. Like, well, let her breathe. She probably couldn't breathe inside of a bag. I don't even care if there's holes in the bag. Uh, But I I wouldn't be surprised they killed her trying to intubate her at the hospital. They don't half those people at the hospital. If you go to the hospital, you're screwed. They're all nurses from some other city. They don't know. They don't care. They're just trying to. You think they like killed the day, George Washington? You think they, I don't know who they is, killed George Washington? What, through leeches? Yeah, or do you think that was just bad medical practice? Well, it's been bad medical practice ever since. I mean, we don't I really agree. have great medical practice. I, I mean, agree. I know we have, and I say that as a guy, the guy, my dad had a you know quadruple bypass surgery, and that doctor did a great job. I really respect him. So there are some doctors, you know, I'm sure there's but some your doctors. But your put, mom didn't get good health care. Ex- exactly. My mom didn't get it. And I'm just saying, there, there are a few specialists out there that are good, but the majority of people in the in the medical industry, I think, are just trying to literally get a check or try to do it for esteem. They're not actually in it to try to help people. So I've, I've lost a lot of respect for the. When I worked at CrossFit, there, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, no, we're talking about all these conspiracies. Yeah, I mean, the fact that, yeah, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're, I guess, whatever. Um, naive, naive. And naive really? would be a good word, but I think really? if you saw a lot of this, a lot of this information, it'd almost be impossible to continue to be naive. Like you, it'd be cognitive dissonance at that point because you would know that the government does bad stuff, and you're just taking their word for it. But that that that's where we're at, though. But is I, that here's, the, here's where you and I differ just a little bit. I don't see it as they or the government or as I. I need to see the. I just think there's this Taoist saying: there are no demons here. There's only people. And I think when I hear about these abstractions being used like they's and the government, I, f- I feel like that is the seeds of the cognitive dissonance because it's really just like other dudes and chicks. Yeah, but not really because the federal no. government is actually retarded. And so when these people get in the power of the federal government, they feel like they have to do this stuff that they don't even know what they're doing. They feel like they're better than us. I'm telling you, these people, when they get elected into this into this position, whether it's some lower level politics, even if it's city council, I see these city councilmen, they get the biggest ego. I see these right. mayors, they have the of, of a podunk town. They have these huge egos. So then when you become, then you get in Congress and now you're in that fraternity, I'm telling you, you feel like you're in a special club that most people aren't in. And when you have, listen, this is all you got to look at. Uh, so, this is a fact. Less than 1% of the population has 99% of the wealth. Follow me. Less than 1% of the population has the mass majority of the wealth. So we have, it's, 
it's totally skewed against us by these people that hold all the power and wealth. There is basically no middle class left. And that's because the middle class still has power, can still do stuff. They're deleting the middle class. You think about it when our parents were alive, how much easier it was to buy a house. Now it's almost impossible to buy a house, to buy a single family home. When you look at all the corporations like BlackRock artificially inflating the price of homes, they're buying it. China is one of the biggest landowners in America. And also Bill Gates being one of the biggest landowners who's not even doing anything with the land, not even growing food on it. So the idea that like this government isn't rigged against people, then why don't they make it where we can have a middle class? Why do they why everybody's struggling with with uh, fentanyl drug overdoses? People are struggling, you know, able to barely able to afford to fill up their gas uh, tank in their car. Yeah, they're going to give one hundred billion dollars to the Ukraine. I mean, there's you have to realize that when these people get in power, they don't they're not people anymore. What happens is they're being run by these multinational corporations, these political action committees that donate money to them. So they go from being a human like you and me being like, gee, you know, it's good to share my toys. It's good to be nice to people to all of a sudden. Oh, Halliburton, uh, you're going to give me a million dollars for me to pass this legislation that's going to buy a bunch of rockets and kill a bunch of drones, you know, do a bunch of drone strikes in the Middle East and kill a bunch of Muslims at a wedding. Sure, let's do it. That sounds like a good deal. And that's literally what happens. I mean, you look at guys like Dan Crenshaw, you look at Barack Obama, he dropped a drone strike every 20 minutes for eight years. There's Is that true? Is that true? That's a true. Yes, and he won a Nobel Peace Prize. That's a fact. He dropped enough drones for every 20 minutes for eight years. Google that. And then on top of that, sometimes the drone strikes would say, let's say there's three people. They would say, oh, just shoot the first two people so the third person could go tell them what happened. That's how evil these drone strikes were. They shot up, they shot up weddings, they shot up funerals, they killed kids. When we were doing that, when we were just withdrawing from Afghanistan, they killed six children. You don't remember that? That just happened. They said, Oh, oh, it was an accident. Oh, it was an accident. We killed all these children. I don't think that's okay. I don't care who you are, whether you're pro-war or not. I'm anti-war. But I don't think it's okay for children to get shot by weapons that I paid for. That makes me feel sick. I mean, I, it's, always, it's, it's always going to happen as soon as you start building weapons. Always. There's no way around it. What, children are going to die because we build yeah. weapons? It's like the death penalty, right, Alex? No, uh, Two terms and 540 strikes later, Obama leaves the White House after having vastly expanded and normalizing the use of armed drones for counterterrorism. It's like this, you know, that if they, you know, that uh, if we arm 1 million police officers on the streets of this country, there's going to be an, there's going to be some killing. It's just, it's going to happen. Accidental killing. It's like the death penalty. If you believe in the death penalty, which I don't eventually, yeah, I don't some, really either. Yeah. eventually someone's a good person is going to get killed on accident. Like, it, uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, happened. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's already happened. That's why I'm executed. against it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't like the death penalty. I mean, unless it's under some sort of serious heinous thing. But yeah, I really don't like the the death penalty because if one person has been killed unjustly, it makes the whole thing crooked. But that's dude. Uh, we can use that analogy for everything. I mean, you know, all unjust people get killed all the time. Uh you can look at, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, uh, Pat Tillman, who is, you know, one of the one of the best football yeah. players. Yeah. You remember him? Yeah. He, he was shot. He was shot under friendly fire. And you know how they say that that's a conspiracy. His wife doesn't believe that it was accidental because he was sending letters talking about how the war didn't have a clear objective and how it was pointless. And so imagine he goes he goes and serves his term and then comes back and says it's all bullshit. How big of a threat a pro football player who turned down his multi-million dollar contract, $24 million contract for him to say the war was bullshit. That would have been, I mean, they, they wouldn't have been able to get over that public relations nightmare.
This this sentence doesn't even make sense. Sevon, but you believe in killing unborn children. Sean, if you're going to attack me, make it fucking coherent. That doesn't even fucking make sense. He's talking about about, uh, abortion. I know what he's trying to say. I'm not going to read into it. Go ahead. Say what you really want to (laughs) say, dickhead. No, uh, well, don't pull it up. The haters, you know, the haters in the chat are going to. It's early. That guy's not a hater. I like that guy. Go ahead. Wait, why why are we doing this so early on Sunday morning again? Because for you, it's only nine. Yeah, it's not that bad, but I'm still just getting out. I got I to gotta get all my crap in order. I leave tomorrow for San Diego. And you're in L.A., right? I'm in, I'm in uh, Santa Cruz, California. Santa Cruz. I'm you're in not one far. Of the, I'm in a small hive of libtards. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, I, honestly, dude, that's the other thing. It's like, you know, now that I'm getting known and people are like, you're all right. First of all, I'm not all right. I mean, there's some sort of liberal values that I kind of vibe with. Like, I don't know if we should have free socialized medicine, but we should have caps. We should have where these pharmaceutical companies can't be making so much money. I mean, if you look at the price of insulin in Texas, $200, but insulin in Mexico is $2. Socialist. You're socialist. That's what I'm saying, you know, and, and you know, but, and a lot of this, like, drag your kids to story time. Now, that's See, I told evil. you this guy loves me, even though he attacks yeah. me, he loves me. He was just trying to dry fuck me without the loop. But what I'm saying is like, I don't, I don't like any of this, this sexual indoctrination for children, but I don't care if drag queens have their drag queen brunch for yeah, adults. Yeah, me neither. Exactly. Yeah, I don't care. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I love pesto and I, and I love going to a, um, a play with drag queens, but, but the gay flag in front of my um, school as an excuse for freedom and acceptance. No, no. I know it just seems, it seems kind of no, nuts, no. but no, no, but uh, I want to indoctrination. Ask- oh, go ahead. I want to I want to talk say something about and I think this ties into I think we're going to get to the bottom of this of the government those guys. When I worked for CrossFit Inc., Greg Glassman would always say I will ex- and, and he 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 was uh, the foundation of CrossFit is nutrition and then movement to increase to let your DNA express itself in the greatest way fucking possible. So at fifty you fucking look like me like a fucking little Armenian god little dwarf god, and um, he. Uh, What's so funny? Uh, he <laughs> said that he. Would, I think that's a thing. Sorry, God. He he said that. Oh, you should put uh, Google uh, bimp, pimp on a blimp too, Caleb. Uh, Kaleeb. Sorry, I'm changing your name, Caleb, to Kaleeb. I think it's more inclusive. Um, he said that he would accept sponsorships from Marlboro, Coca Cola, anybody. But no matter what, he'll keep telling the truth. So if Marlboro wants to sponsor us, he's going to say, hey, if you touch these, you're a fucking idiot. If Coca-Cola sponsors us, he just doesn't want to be gagged. And when this coffee company, Paper Street Coffee, sponsored me, I said, hey, I don't drink your fucking coffee. And they're like, I don't care. I love your show. I go, what if I talk shit about your coffee? They're like, I don't care. I just want to give you money to let you keep talking. I'm like, well, fuck. Well, that I want so that's what you're saying. You're saying people get paid and then they turn into whores and they'll defend and stand for anything. Which brings me to this douchebag, and I and I feel bad calling him a douchebag, but that's what Dave Portnoy basically admits. He definitely he, admits that he, he admits that he was bought off to not tell the truth anymore. He says that I he's would an love for now of to his give, own company. Say that again. Yeah. I, and he admits that he's an employee now of his own company that he started. So, listen, he did a great thing, started a great deal. And I know he helped out a lot of people with those rest- restaurant. Uh, but, you know, I also use it as a tax write-off. But neither here nor there. For, for But the problem with uh, Dave Portnoy is that he's so out of touch with reality. He started off as this bar stool thing for stoolies. You know, the com- it was like made for the common man by the common man. And then when he was arguing with me. 
after he uninvited me on his podcast, he's like, oh, wait, I'll wait, sleep well. You were invited and then uninvited? Tell me that story. Yes, yes. So, so, so you know, I, you know him and I had beef, right? That's what I'm talking about. He basically, I have this clip of this show you were on, and he says, hey, we have a rule since we're owned by a gambling company that we can't talk shit about gambling. That's fucking bullshit. That's mm-hmm. fucking when we when CrossFit signed a three hundred fifty million dollar deal with Reebok. The next month, Reebok released a shoe saying it made your ass firmer. And Greg goes, "Fuck you! That doesn't do shit. No shoe can help you at mm. all." And Reebok goes, "You're not being a good partner." He goes, "You didn't sign up with me to be a good partner. You signed up with me because I tell the truth." And yeah. Portnoy's supposed to kind of represent that. Do that? He he basically just admitted that he could be bought. Dude, and they showed the most degenerate gambling stuff where people will be like on their computer or they live stream it and they bet like all they have on a hand of blackjack and they're like, <gasps> and then they win it. They're like, ah, I mean, that's almost worse. Uh, you know, they they have all kinds of, of, of weird gambling content. But my point being is like only showing the wins and not being able to say there's losses. That's just as scummy as it gets. Uh, Jeff. Sevon, you're great. Uh-oh, here comes this uh, shit sandwich. This guy's making me a shit sandwich. But this incessant, incessant Greg Glassman, listen, motherfucker, I'm not worshiping him. If you Is think he the creator what, of CrossFit? Is yeah, he the creator of it? Yeah, brilliant dude. Fucking awesome. But just because I, I quote him doesn't mean I'm worshiping him, you jackass. You think why, next year you're going to think I'm worshiping why? you because I pulled up your comment. Go ahead. Wait, why is there so much uh, CrossFit hate? I mean, uh, you know what I mean? What is it? They say like being a vegetarian, being a vegan is like being a CrossFitter. You can't go one minute without <laughs> telling anybody. <laughs> uh, it's the it's the ultimate expression of uh, personal accountability and personal responsibility. It's when you decide that you are going to basically take no, care No, I of get your, why it's uh, good. So I'm people, saying- so, no, that's why people hate it. It scares the shit out of them scares the shit and it is hard and doing pull-ups is hard doing like the you know that stuff right there it's hard it's not easy i think that's why um people are nervous they see all those people you know doing it they don't want to uh Je- jeff brings up a good point um does someone understand that port portnoy now works for a publicly traded company so basically i guess if they're if someone could argue that they were put they were attacking their own company that that would be going against their fiduciary duty but but he's 80 that the barstool sports is 95% comedy isn't it i mean all everything is just a shtick on there well now it's like a gaming thing and they have some of the like lowest form content all about drugs literally about cocaine talking about taking mushrooms and acid but if you say that you went to vegas and lost all your money that's that's too far that's, that's way too edgy is it weird that just some random dude like you living in a fucking condo in Texas fucking like basically walked over to his table and flipped it upside down on accident? You weren't even trying to fuck with him, right? I mean, Not you weren't, really. trying, to, uh, you weren't I, trying to like unravel his whole shit. And now like everyone's on your side. Yeah, I know. But he's turned it. Uh, he's turned the narrative because there's an employee that I've known for 15 years that's just friendly with me. Him and I aren't even like th- that tight, but Instead of having me on his podcast, he he uninvited me and then had this guy on to to like ask about me. And that guy said that, oh, he called me. And so now Dave Portnoy has been threatening to fire this guy because he called me on the phone and they're all calling him a traitor and all this stuff. And so I've been I've gone kind of radio silent because I don't want my friend to lose his job. Honestly, but it's all shtick, isn't it? It's all shtick, isn't it? Well, he's kind of sticking with his friend, but it's also a little bit not stick because the guy didn't lose his job, but he got like he got reassigned, and and that's what the Dave Porter does. He kind of acts like a shtick, but he's actually mad. You know what I mean? That's where 
you kind of you kind of mix the reality and fiction, and it kind of all becomes one. Like like Kanye, like what Kanye's having some out. Well, like like if he if there's a narrative in the office that he's trolling Ben Mintz that he's mad at Ben Mintz and like all the other sycophants hop on Dave's side and they do treat Ben Mintz bad, even if it is a joke. That makes Who's sense. Ben Mintz? Like is that your buddy? Is that your friend? Your phone friend? It's my friend. Yeah. So, but it's like a fraternity or something, you know? It's like unwritten rules can become a reality, kind of. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you, Mr. Olson. Good morning. He thinks we're gentlemen. That's awesome. I'll take it. I'll take the, it. The facade yeah, so, is complete. So I'll be in freaking San Diego for the next week. I was thinking about maybe hopping across the border and going to Tijuana, but I don't know if I'll have time. Have you spent much time in Tijuana? Just dri- driving through. It's not my really my cup of tea. I think once or twice I've walked over. What 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 interest do you have in doing that? I don't know. It'd just be kind of funny to make some content in Tijuana. I feel like you know. Would, would, you, I, would you take a bodyguard? I probably should. I probably had to take at least a cameraman with me. Just to, not that it would keep us safe. Not that I mean, you know, I'm my own bodyguard, but I think if I can maybe get in front of some guys asking some funny questions, I, I mean, not a lot of people speak English, but maybe in Tijuana, more more uh, people speak English. I don't know. The order of events was of Portnoy was you made a video had nothing to n- nothing to do with bar- barstool sport. Like I mean, you were, didn't ask no. them to post it; they posted it. Shad Ochocinco posted it, the NFL football player, and I think that's what one of them, hearing their story, like, oh, we saw Ochocinco post it and had a million views, so we reposted it, not even watching the whole thing, because I guess they probably thought, oh, Chad Ochocinco's, you know, popular sports figure, their sports. They saw it was doing well on his page, so like, oh, well, I'm sure it'll do well on a similar audience that we have. And then, and then, and then after- they posted it, and then Dave got mad because it was, it was satire making fun of gambling. Mm-hmm. And then... And then you kind of got drug into it. Then you told him basically, hey, you're a pussy for pulling it down. Yeah, I was like for, you know, a company that's, accused, you know, their owner. And I just said accused of some heinous accusations. I didn't say what the accusations were. I was actually trying to be vague on purpose, not really trying to rock the boat too much. And he saw that and dude, he was like, F Alex Stein. I wish for his demise. And then Dan Crenshaw retweeted that. Dan Crenshaw retweeted Dave Poitner's unsolicited hate with my profile, thinking that he's going to like, Dan, uh, David Portnoy thought that he would like rally the troops and they'd all come after me, but he didn't realize it. It kind of happened the opposite. And then all of a sudden, all these people started talking crap on his page about him. And so, why did Dan yeah. Crenshaw get involved? Because you fucking railed him a few times? Yeah, because Crenshaw hates me, hates my guts. And that's another thing's weird, dude. Now that I'm a public figure, and I'm not famous or anything, but I'm a public figure, I'm, I'm gone after AOC. I'm going back to DC. Hey, you know, at the end of September, I'm kind of nervous about that. Just like uh, I hope the Capitol Police or somebody don't don't arrest me because now that they know who I am. But, yeah, I got in Crenshaw's face. And so Crenshaw, he calls me a Bernie bro because I don't like war. Uh, you know, like, oh, he can't be conservative because he's anti-war, which obviously. I fucking yeah. hate this guy and will now actively root for his demise. Wow. I know, dude. And then a sitting congressman retweeted that. Dude, there's congressmen that are rooting for my demise. Savan, what the fuck? It doesn't even... How is that... Oh, man. Dan Crenshaw... Wow, what an asshole. Yeah, he is an asshole. Why do they even... It's crazy that they even tag you. Why would they give you that attention? Is that why all your shit's exploding? They're trying to hate on you and your shit's exploding? 
I guess. Yeah, I don't know why. They, and Dan Kershaw did a similar tweet where he tweeted me in my name like that. That gave me a lot of followers. I don't know. They want the smoke. They want to They want to get in the mud with a pig like me, which is fine. I mean, I don't have anything else to do. I can get in the mud. I can mud wrestle you guys. But, yeah, I don't know why they're even giving me that clout. I appreciate it. I do appreciate it. But um, I got to keep doing what I'm doing, being myself. Because that's with the day pointer thing. I wasn't even really trying to start any beef. I was really just calling out what happened, and it really turned into an L on his part. And then when he invited you on the podcast, was it after that? Well, it was like right after. It was right after the the I did the quote tweet that blew up, and he wished for my demise. And then and then uh, and then he he, wanted to talk it out on the podcast with you. Yeah, the next day, and then about an hour later, he's like, "No, you're too political. I don't like political guys like you." And then like two two days later, three days later, he's like, his, the Biden speech was like Hitler. You know, he goes, everybody, does, nobody wants to be political. And there was a time in the 90s where Bill Clinton was getting BJs in the in the Oval Office and probably up until um, a Barack Obama even, and even during George Bush, you didn't have to be political. But towards the end of Obama's reign, like his eight years, you almost ha- identity politics became s- so much different than they were than I remember, at least when I was young. You used to be able to kind of like not have to talk about politics because it wasn't your whole identity in the 90s. And like, you know, uh, the, during the George Bush era, because there's a lot of people that are anti George Bush. And I think even the George Bush people got it like you, it wasn't as divisive. Now it's like with the identity politics. I mean, it is so divided. Uh, you know what I think, I don't the think two points are? Been like you this. know why? When when you start attacking people's kids, when you start making it that a twelve year old can go to school and make decisions without their parents, and and that becomes falls into the political arena, everyone who has a kid is is now is now invested, right? Like I'd yeah. I'd love to see all the I'd love to see all these fucking people who think it's okay um, for their daughters to come home one day with their breasts removed. Oh, we just we just decided that I'm twelve and I can legally now just ha- make a decision at school, and they took they drove me over to the hospital you have to get involved you absolutely have to once they got the kids involved uh you absolutely have to and then the same with the workplace once the workplace became a place of uh okay racism and sexism and then i mean it's open season on on it's it's open season on on my god on whitey i want to say yeah uh, affirmative action has turned into just open season on whitey hunting season yeah it is it is and and like uh people that on the left you know that always scream racism they're the ones that make everything about color and race and sex and i'm not even saying the people on the right are perfect either the people on the right i do some really cringe stuff have some crazy crazy shit crazy shit we're all we're all really just populist or we try to be more like populist we kind of want what everybody else wants but uh dude these politicians, they don't care. I talk about this all the time. Even the people that are pro-choice, even the people when they get, you know, uh, surveyed about it, even the person's like, oh, I'm pro-choice, I'm pro-abortion. That person will still say that they believe there should be a limit to when the abortion should happen. They should, they, uh, you know, it's like 90% of people that are, that are um, surveyed, they say, oh, well, not in the third trimester, not after 25 weeks or whatever. So, you know, that's how the majority of people feel. 
The people in power do not. They want they want abortion up until after birth. So these people are evil. They don't even care what the people want that are on their own side. They want to take it as far as possible. And that's why the abortion thing is such a big deal. It's because they use a lot of those fetuses for cultures, for scientific reasons. They're very valuable in that sense. People think, oh, it's just we want to keep these women free and their sex life open so they can go on their trips to Cabo and keep working in the office. No, they don't care about that. They want those baby tissues, those hearts. They can do testing. So they can do all kinds of things. The populace shouldn't matter, though. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter that every single per if every single person in the country um, wanted to enslave blacks again. We have a constitution that protects that idiocy. If every single person in the country wanted to legalize well, it didn't abortion, used to protect it. It didn't used to protect it. We had to change it. Right. Well, uh, it, 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 it was um, it, it wasn't being taken seriously. It has to be taken seriously. It always protected it. It's just that they somehow weren't weren't uh, acknowledging it, right? Did there have to be an amendment to the Constitution in 1865 to get rid of slavery? I don't know. I thought it was like two thirds a person or three fifths a person or something like that. I don't know, dude. I gotta look back at the. I gotta look back at the timeline. I don't want to speak out. People are like, oh, you said it wrong. What is? Let's see. The Constitution protects slavery. Let's look. My my point is just this: when I hear someone like, we have to be um, honest about what we're doing. When when Elizabeth Warren says the majority of the people in the country want to be uh, uh, pro-choice, that shouldn't be the defining thing. If our Constitution says. Um, uh, this document is supposed to protect human life. Then we have, th- then we have to protect human life. That's why we can't vote out democracy. You know that, right, Alex? The Constitution makes it so we can't vote out democracy. You know, the people of the United States cannot sit down and vote. There's no way that they can sit down and be like, "Hey, we're going to uh, vote out democracy and put in uh, Sharia law." That's, that, that's not how our democracy works. We have a Constitution that protects that insanity. And it's, it, that protects the country from being overtaken by the masses, like like fucking the forced injection. Our constitution protected us against the forced injection. Yeah, but kind of not really. I mean, I guess it did. Forced, it was supposed uh, to. It was supposed to. Yeah, but if somebody can be like, "Oh, you're going to lose your job at American Airlines," and you can't really protect anybody from anything, I mean, you got a carrot, so. You can dangle a carrot and make anybody. Oh, here's a free cheeseburger. But I guess that's people do, taking it on their own because they just want a free hamburger. But no, no, no. Uh, uh, the Constitution is good. We need to keep the Constitution. But they're constantly trying to erode it and get rid of it. They don't want us to have guns. They want to get rid of the Second Amendment as fast as possible. Um, so, you know, this is the Constitution's in place. doesn't mean they don't want to keep changing it. There's this group of people in our country who think that um, – and I use this as an example, the death penalty, the death penalty is okay until they would be executed on accident. And by that, I mean, there's this example. I don't know if it's going to resonate with you, but there's this friend of mine and he makes videos. He started making these videos about whether CrossFit athletes were natural or not. Are they natty or not? And he made Mm -hmm. one about this guy, Justin Medeiros, the champ. And he said, he's natty, meaning he's natural. Yeah, I know. I'm very familiar with that type of content. Okay. And Justin probably liked that. And then he made a video about someone else and said they were on something. But you can't like that content at all because if, if you don't accept it, it will go either way, right? So even though this guy Justin was um, found innocent, if I was him, I would still be like, hey, fuck that kind of content. Because being in is that is that a real cat? Yeah, that's Angus. Come here, Angus. Wow, that sounded, that sounded like a sound effect. 
And so no, I feel no, like that, that, I'm trying to draw a parallel there between that and what people think about, hey, anytime anyone uses the populist argument, I don't buy it. Like, fuck you. That's not that's not how this country works. That's or, or else we could all vote that all Jews should be fucking shipped back to Israel. That would suck. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> that's not right? what is going to happen. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's what would happen in a populist uh, government. I don't really like that. We only have two choices that that doesn't make sense. There should be more than two choices when it comes to the president, you know, R or D. You know, that doesn't seem very, you know, populist or that doesn't seem like there's a lot of options. If people want to watch you on, sorry, if people want to watch you on OAN, how are they going to do that? What time? I think it's all on Rumble. I don't know if we're on YouTube anymore, but uh, it'll be on OAN. I believe it's from four to six. I'll be tweeting about it. If you guys want to see it, uh, uh, follow me, Alex999. I believe it comes on from four to six California time. Um, And so, yeah, that'd be seven, Texas, eight. Uh, Eastern, I believe. I believe I'll I'll get the I'll get the exact details of when it airs, but I'll be sharing clips from it too, and um, it's gonna be great. Like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be interviewing some people. I might even interview you, dude. I might call you to interview you. I gotta I gotta fill up 20 interview spots. Holy um, shit, that's awesome. Yeah, but they're quick. You know, they're only five minutes. You know, I mean, they're 15 minutes, but they only air for five minutes on the show, basically. How's um, how's Blaze feel about you sh- sharing you? Are they are they excited? Yeah, they are excited. I'm just a little. Or are they I'm like, hey, don't go over there and be giving them your Alex Stein mojo? No, 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 no. They they know that they know that like um, I can go host a different show. They know it's going to be different than their show, so they don't care about that. They're actually really laid back when it comes. To, at first, they were kind of sketchy about me doing interviews, but I do interviews every day. I mean, I think they realize that's kind of. I've been purposely really not doing my podcast, just doing other people's just kind of getting ready for my show so i don't have to risk getting my channel in trouble too much i don't know dude uh why don't you stream um the first time you were on you streamed the show simultaneously i, was I did you- i i did i just haven't been doing that as much so one person complained see you didn't care and then then chrissy mayer my friend who's a friend of mine she didn't like that i did that one time so i was like oh maybe i should stop doing that that's what she said that's, I should stop doing that. listen that's the default response that's small thinking that was yeah. like when you first did when you came on and you first did it, I was like this asshole. And within 30 seconds after I let that thought pass, I thought, oh, that's fucking brilliant. Well, I'd streamed your show. It wasn't like I was changing yes, it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's so good for watching, everyone. Yeah. That's what I feel like. And I and I will stream other stuff, like usually debates. But dude, I ha- I just haven't been streaming on purpose because I don't want these people to get like false copyright strikes or whatever. I've just been extra careful about my own content because I had because like I said, I've been in this negotiation process now for you know. And it's, uh, Simon, I didn't get I didn't get kicked out, but I did. Uh, they, I was supposed to speak, and I just. Uh, but I'm good. Everything's great with Turning Point USA for me. I didn't get kicked out, but they. They didn't like that I spoke with Nick Fuentes. I didn't know about their corporate war. Um, Who's Nick they didn't Fuentes? Want me to speak. He's like this right wing guy that's, you know, I, I think he's funny, actually. But he's just, you know, people are really controversial. They don't like him because he says the N word and stuff. But I mean, I don't I don't dislike him at all. I think he's funny. But, you know, you just he's, he's if you say you like Nick Fuentes, oh, you're a white supremacist. You're this you're that you're you're anti-Semitic he's got a really he's like me except way more popular so would primetime 99 ever run for office 
Yes, I will. I'm probably going to have to run for office. I think there's no choice. I don't, I don't think they've left me any choice. And now hopefully I can just keep growing so I can actually run for a big office like Congress or Senator. And then they'd be toast. Dude, if they put me up on Capitol Hill, a pimp on a blimp, I mean, I would just, oh, I would be going insane. Dude. They would not know what had The whole landscape of politics would change until they killed me. They would have to, the CIA would have to kill me. Hey, what was it like seeing um, AOC in public? She's hot, dude. She's she hot. And I'm about is she to tiny? I'm about is to she, is she's she, very tiny, very good shape. Yeah, she's and, and people are like, oh, her googly eyes. She looks pretty. She looks really pretty in, per- in, in person. You can always take one screenshot of a person's face, you know, make them look, you know, stupid. That's what they always do. They do that to my girl, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Taylor Greene's pretty. Yeah, she um, is pretty. I mean, she's not she's not AOC fine, but AOC's like fine, dude. She's like a nine or a ten. And I wouldn't and I'm not saying that just to be like, oh, for shtick because you like her or whatever. She's actually in good shape. She's has a great butt, great body, great breath. I mean, just whatever. I mean, I don't want to see be too perverted, even though I don't care that much, but she has all of the assets. That would if, deem if it was a woman just you attractive. and her trapped on an island somewhere, you would procreate with her in a second. Yes, I would procreate with her if there's a billion other people around. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm procreating. I'm a procreation pimp if we have to. Do you, do you if we, think if it's our job? If it's our job to bring back the human race, I'm humping. When she told that story, it's next to a video that you can actually watch, and her story doesn't match the video at all. She says you approached her, and yet she came back to talk to you. She says she felt threatened by you, and yet she came back and talked to you. Do you trip when you see that? Are you like, wow, these people are fucking retarded? Well, Dan Crenshaw did the same thing. He said that I assaulted him and assaulted one of his employees. Luckily, I had three other camera angles I was able to share that showed I didn't even touch anybody. They touched me, if anything. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, these politicians, would they lie? No, dude, they live in a vacuum. And that's what I thought, too. And I thought when they get to this point of being a congresswoman, I thought AOC would have had like a bunch of hate. Right. So she would just be used to it, like, oh, people cuss me out. And that's how Marjorie is. Marjorie says all the time she's walking in D.C. and they're just like, bitch, or, you know, the C word, you know, they call her all kinds of names. So I think she gets used to it. But most of these politicians, they live in such a small vacuum where they're only going to their own events of their own supporters and they're only, you know, aligning themselves with sycophants. So they never hear somebody be like, hey, you suck. And they'll say like, wait, I suck. I suck. I don't suck. I'm the best. They can't even take a little heckling. Who is this? Um, who's this? Tiffany Smiley. Do we know who that I don't is? No, she's running for Senate and she might be fine. Let me look look her up. We can look her up. Okay, but, uh, okay I bet you Caleb will pull her up. Here and and that's the other thing is, dude, dude, when I sit when I sit when I sit there for like an hour, um I don't even know half the congressmen or women, honestly. Oh yeah, she's pretty she looks pretty. She looks pretty. But I'm saying there's so many congressmen that you don't even know. Senators, you don't even have any idea who they are. It's funny. But then you have a few like AOC, MTG. You know, uh, like Ted Cruz is a senator, but, you know, he's famous. You know, there's only a few that are actually famous where you're like, oh, I know that guy. When, when, like when they're you, all when known you, to somebody, but they're all not known to the pop culture. When you called her a big booty Latina and you heard that come out of your mouth, were you even shocked? Were you like, oh, shit, no, I was, I was planning that. Dude. Oh, you I were planning that? 
Yes, dude. I had talked about that on the on the blaze the day before. I was like, if I see her, I'm gonna call her Big Booty Latina because there's a viral vi- a viral video and fo- photo, whatever you want to call it, where she was eating at a, a cafe in Miami on the sidewalk with no masks. And this is during like the height of the pandemic. And obviously, I don't think you need to wear a mask while you're eating outside of the cafe. But all these people were trolling her like, oh, she's so masked out. Why is she at a cafe in Miami during this is like the height of the pandemic? And then there was a picture of her of her with Riley, her fiance, that same thing. And he's wearing a, he's wearing a, wearing a Birkenstock sandal and it's like toes look kind of gross because nobody's toes look that nice. And everybody's like, Oh my God, look at his nasty feet. And, and then they were like, Oh, she's so much hotter than him. Why would she be with this gross guy? And then she proceeded to say, Oh, that's the reason why the Republicans hate me. Cause they all want to date me. And oh, did that's you ever right. hear that? That's right. That's right. She's like, the only reason they don't like me is they want to date me. So in my mind, when I first heard that, I was like, if I ever see AOC, I'm going to try to date her. I, I had that idea. I remember when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I'm going to sexualize her. I'm going to be a damn girl. You're so sexy. And uh, that's what I did. And the one time it's ever happened, like out in the open where she got sexualized, dude, she lost it. She made 10 Instagram videos uh, talking about it. She uh, Really? She, she made could, 10 videos? She made 10 complaining about it. And you didn't see the one where I, it's like reverse and I'm waving at her. That's the most legendary one where she's like, this guy's just sexy harassed me. And she's in reverse camera mode. And I, and yeah. she shows me and I'm just waving like, like yes. a total goofball t- uh, tourist, which I am a tourist. I, I was just, I had just gotten off the plane and, and like put my bag down at the hotel and just walked to the Capitol to kind of check it out to see how close I could get. And little did I know I was going to run into my, my girlfriend, AOC. Total accident? There was a total, I mean, I was on the steps of the Capitol, but I was just lucky that she walked by at that time. I mean, I got Adam Kinzinger. I got some other Jamal uh, Bol- Blowman or whatever, Bowman. Um, he was Blowman. there. And I, Jamal Blowman. That's a tough name. Yeah, I think it's Bowman, but he can blow me. Not really, but you know what I mean. They, he's part of the squad. So uh, these, these politicians are really, you can go to the Capitol, you can get access to them, you can call them. Or whatever you want, you know, freedom of speech. I know you can't threaten them. You can't impede them on their way to a vote. Now, that is a federal crime. They keep on being like, Alex, we're going to get you for a federal crime if you if you impede them walking. Like, if you get in front of them at all on their way to a vote. Did anyone ask you that? Did anyone actually tell you that? Like, anyone of authority? Yeah, the cops. Yeah, yeah the cops are like, oh, we see what you're doing. Do not get in front of them. You have to stay to the side. Because there's other, you know, there's other, like, uh, journalists and stuff trying to film and ask them questions. I just, with the AOC thing, I got in front of the TMZ guy. I got in front of all of them because I want to get AOC. And all of them want to get AOC. Like, there's paparazzi out there. And, and AOC is the one they like to get. They like to get the conservative ones, too, like Lauren Boebert and Matt Gates. you know. But they want to get AOC. She's like the creme de la creme person to get a picture of on the Capitol. What do you know about her and her boyfriend? What's uh, what's the deal? They're engaged. I mean, I don't know. Their is vibes rich? are weird. What, is he rich? I, I know he's like helped her with her campaign. I just think she likes him because he's probably pussy whipped. Just a beta dude just worshiping her. She's probably got a lot of dudes who, who worship her, though. Yeah, I know, but she found the right one. He probably does whatever the laundry or you know, cleans up the dog poop, does whatever he need, whatever she needs him to do. And she probably likes being the boss, I'm guessing. Because he didn't say, he was right there. He walked right by, didn't say a word, didn't even oh, look at Oh, he me. was there when you saw yes, him? Yes, yes, he was right there. And I said, Big Booty Latina, and he didn't turn around or do anything. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was a total cuckold moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit, here, watch this, this video. Can yeah, you here, see him it. in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. AOC, my favorite big booty Latina. I love you, AOC. You're my favorite. She okay, you'll see. That's him in the hat. Still beautiful. And then walking she the dog. Very beautiful in that dress. That's him right there. Very Pause it. 
Look at Pause that it. booty on That's him. Why do they That's have him. their dog at the fucking Capitol building? And notice how she has her mask on. None of them do because they have TMZ there. She's just doing it for a, you know, photo photo of course, shoot. She, of you know, she still has her mask on outside. None of them, none of the people she's with have theirs on, though. I can't believe and she took boy- it off immediately. I can't believe her boyfriend doesn't say anything to her. Yeah, that's a really nice body. Yes, he's in good shape. Yes. That dress is, could that dress be any tighter? I couldn't see any panty lines. I know that. So. Hey, did you see, uh, what, what do you think about Pelosi's uh, husband? Are you following that? At I all? mean, getting that DWI and that $200,000 Porsche, it's not even surprising. Doesn't even surprise me. Does it surprise you? No, 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 no. I, I, I mean, everyone, no, not, not at all. It, it just seems like that there's so much more uh, to this story than what we're being. Oh, told. for sure, yeah, for sure. And like they give us a little. It took him forever for us to get the body cam footage, but like he was so drunk he couldn't even stand on one foot and all that stuff. I mean, who? He's in wine country in Napa. They're probably drunk all the time. Him and Gavin Newsom, and that's I think that's her nephew is Gavin Newsom. So. That's their culture, you know. It's like smoking weed. That's their. They probably don't smoke weed, or I think he might have had weed. Or supposedly they said there's a rumor of that, but who knows? Uh, did you see no. her? What did you see her when you were there? No, Nancy. No, I'd love to see Nancy. God, that's I'd what, love that's to see I, that interaction. I, I, I know. Can I be like? Let me get some milk from those, you know, tater tots you got on your chest. Could you imagine? Did you see this picture of her big boobs in Italy? In, in I mean, the I might be like, take me to Italy with those big titties of yours. Huh? That'd be nice. In in the in the bathing suit, she would. But she, I think she's been notorious for that forever. It's it's a shame that it took so long to come out. Oh, oh, that she does illegal business dealings, yeah, and sells us out to foreign countries, yeah, yeah. Well, that that too. Hey, what and what about the monkeypox thing? Wasn't that pretty obvious to you when the first study came out and it said it was 98% uh, gay men in, in all 16 countries where there was monkeypox? You're like, well, I'm not getting that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Like, uh, you know, I remember them telling them, I keep on saying using they and them, but I remember in eighth grade sex ed, which I think that's probably the right, about the right time to learn it. They showed you the book of all the STDs, but they did say you can't get an STD from a toilet seat. Do you remember that? Yep, yep. That was like a big thing. They're like, do not worry about a toilet seat. Uh, so I guess that's my point. Like, as long as I can't get it from a toilet seat from these guys, yeah, no, I don't have any threat. I'm not too worried about it. Do you um, use ass gaskets? I don't use ass gaskets. No, I don't. I go straight. I raw dog the toilet seat. Yeah, Me too. I'm an insane person. I usually wipe it off, though. I always will wipe it off because there's usually some urine on there or something. <laughs> I probably I probably killed a, a small force with the amount of toilet paper I've used wiping off public... Uh, public bathroom um, well, seats that's just how it goes that toilet paper is is uh trash though anytime that free toilet paper is just low quality you know and you got to use a lot of it is my point handful uh, what what's next so blaze oan um uh the bat uh dave portnay aoc w- w- what is there, is there anything else brewing like is any part of you like holy fuck i've kind of figured out this machine on how to keep the limelight on me is there is there anyone else no like, i haven't like figured the- it out it's actually no? it's actually kind of a lot of pressure i feel like now i have more pressure like i when i go to dc i gotta cause more drama when i go to san diego i feel like i gotta go down there and create some content which i like i do so it's, it's pressure it's like good pressure because i like to create stuff and i like to do crazy stuff 
But at the same time, no, it is a little pressure that I've, you know, had some viral success this past year. It's like, how do I keep it going? How do I get an argument with next? And I don't want to just argue with everybody, but I just, it's like, it's almost inevitable at this point that there's going to be somebody out there that disagrees with me that I'm going to argue with on the internet. So that interview you did with those, uh, the, the, were those two homeless people, the ones that met? And yeah. And Austin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. They were homeless people just at the lid that lived at Barton Springs trading pizza for pussy. No, that's, that was real. That was insane. So that guy was hanging out at a dumpster that he knows where the pizza is thrown away he got the pizza and he took it to her and then he had sex with that girl. Yes, and no condom and he's coming in her. That's where we're at, dude. That's where in the world. It's that's just how crazy. And that's what my show is going to feature. That interview went a little long, but I'm going to have to do like a lot of interviews like that and showcase it on the show. So it'll be like an hour and a half live show, but I want to have a lot of clips of me showing, you know, all my kind of weird interviews and weird stuff like that. And what was that event you were at where that was being done? I was just a, it was just a meet and greet I was doing with the InfoWars guy uh, in Austin. You had a little over a hundred people there. And uh, yeah, this is the uh, wait. You got on the InfoWars guy. That's what's his name. That's Alex uh, Owen Schroyer. But Alex Jones wasn't a part of it. But Owen Schroyer was, and Harrison Smith. So and so, is this just a park where all the homeless people hang out? And so you went there. Yeah, well, no, it's Barton Springs. So it's like this really cool spring of like this fresh water. So there's like just there happens to be a lot of families, all kinds of people that hang out there. because It's like really cold water. So like there's like a there's like a hippie side where like the homeless people go because you can pay to go to the Barton Springs or there's like the free side and the free side has all it's wild. There's people doing every kind of drug, every kind of. Was any part of, of you aroused thing. when you were watching this? No, I was worried I was going to get monkeypox. I was worried I was going to get monkeypox. Uh, Sevon, all that CrossFit, and you can't even hold an air squat over a toilet. I'm only 5'5". Five five. Alex could do that. I could, only- but I don't do that. Speaking of air squatting, I'm about to go air squat myself. Okay, so we got to wrap things up. I'm about okay, to go, let me ask you this. Uh, what about the TRT? You abandoned it. I haven't, I haven't taken it. No, I'm afraid to take it because my hairline's already receding. What if I receded more, dude? I'd be toast. Understood. Stay in contact with the, your local doctor. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. You're a good dude. We'll do it again soon. We'll do it I'm again pump, soon. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you. I'm on the uh, we got, Peace and love. Take care you of your cat. I, congratulations on the uh, AOC uh, contract in San Diego. A-O-N-O-A-N. AOC. Peace and love, buddy. See ya. Dave Portnoy is a good dude. All right, fine. That's the cat in the fire. Uh, Jeff has come onto the scene large in the comments. He has become quite active playing the balancing act of nice guy and asshole. Caleb, hi. Khalib. Hey, what's up? Last night uh, on the show, on the live call-in show, I decided I was going to change your name while you were deployed to Khalib. Seems like a good change. Appropriate. You have no pushback? <laughs> nope. Kalib, Kalib. No, not not like that. Not not spelled like that. Not spelled like that. <laughs> Thanks, Kenneth. Uh, maybe 9 a.m. is too early for him. Yeah, it might be. He seemed just a little off his game. Maybe I should have been better prepared. A little bit more nocturnal kind of guy. 
Oh, I think um, I think it was a good show. But I I wonder, do I have a show tonight? Do we have a show tonight? No, I don't think so. I, I'm I'm glad he showed up. I'm glad I got Alex Stein in a suit. I wonder if he was wearing. He probably wasn't even wearing pants, right? No chance. No way. All right. He is amazing. I don't know how he does it all. I don't either. I guess he doesn't have any responsibility uh, except for those cats. Savon is on the right track, but he's still a bit blue-pilled when it comes to politics. Oh. oh. Let me uh, translate it for you. He thinks rationally and still asks questions and doesn't accept they and them and governments as a sentient being. That's, that's it. I, I think a little vague. A little too vague. I think that's my biggest problem. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, do. Uh, I don't do. I don't do gender. I don't do evil. I don't do demons. I don't do they and them. I don't. Do, I don't do abstractions. Like if, if, if we're trying to drill down to some sort of truth, I accept the unknown. There's an unknown entity, but but I'm not going to let you label it uh, as God or. Um, they or them or tranny or sis or any of that weird shirt. It's all the same shit to me. It's all mad, imaginary land. Yeah. Any, like, There's no specifics. Like if I was next to Caleb and I went like this on his forehead, I'd be like, yep, that is your cranium. That's a five head. Kalib Cabal. No, not Cabal. Kalib. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Cabal. That kind of shit, yeah. Uh, Simon, he only started to woke up to wake up a few years ago. He admits it a lot to learn. Oh, blow me. You fucking assholes. Go get on your horse somewhere else. This is my show. I get on my own horse. Uh, I mean, plus, it sounds like it's from the way Alex Stein uh, talks. If I wake up anymore and I say that shit on here, I'm going. they're going to just kick me off. That's what I mean. That's what he makes it sound right. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I understand. Like, I haven't watched a ton of his stuff, but how can he really get away with it? I guess he's also moved to different platforms. It well, yeah, but it sounds like even if people went through and looked at the live, like if, if at some point YouTube wanted to get rid of me, they could just go through and find go through all my videos and be like, well, he's broken the policy here, 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 and here. It sounds like you're just not allowed to talk about a lot of other shit. I I honestly had no. I mean, I hear people say you can. I've experienced that on Instagram. I haven't. I haven't experienced too much of that on YouTube. Yeah, every time anything happens on YouTube, we're able to appeal it, and, and we win. Back. They always, yeah, yeah. I'd say ninety nine percent of the time, the appeals we make, right? Yeah, even the appeal we had with Justin Nunley a couple of days ago is not even went through with the kabasa, right? <laughs> with the, the swollen ankle. Yeah, the swollen ankle show. <laughs> Oh, it depends on your following. So you think if enough people complain that that's what it is, basically, that people who watch this show, it's not big enough yet to attract the, the turds, and so people aren't complaining. Yeah, I suppose that's possible. Uh, I would say that it's because I'm not I'm not willing to be delusional about the narrative. I I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to uh, fall down the, the path of delusion. I want to keep it real. Uh I did watch the fights. I, I f- love the fights. Did you watch the fights? Yeah, I watched most of them. That was wild. How about when uh, when uh, Cyril Gaon in the post-interview said, yep, he knocked me out cold? 
Dude, that's the first time he's ever been knocked down. And then he said he fucking came to and fucking had to fight. That's crazy. Just imagine the survival instinct that has to go into that, too. You're just like, oh, shit, lights out. And then, yeah, that was fucking crazy. And Taichu Avasa is tough. I can't believe he kept going. He like he would just like shake his head and he was right back into it every time. I liked and how his was, corner yelled at him too. You don't have to prove how tough you are. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you just kept going at it. I'm, I, I was actually, I was really impressed with him. Actually, I was, I didn't expect him to do so well. Would love to see Sevan react to the video, viral video of Alma Ohin Oper. Critical race theory is meant to prevent any immigrant from thought like this. He speaks rationally as a patriot against Biden's divisive speech. Okay, I'll pull it up uh, and, and watch it when we get off the air. Let me see. Oh, excuse me. Yawns are contagious. Don't watch shows with yawning. Alma Ohin Oper. I follow this person on Twitter. That's what comes up. Video. Oh, okay. Proud legal immigrant shares this message to Biden. Okay. One hour ago. Damn, you guys are up on your shit. Uh, yeah, both fighters were in survival mode. It was amazing. What was the fight before that? That Oh, Robert Whitaker's on another level. Robert Whitaker is on. Because Martin Vittori is no joke. I did not. I, when I saw them fighting, I was like, there's no way this is the number two contender in the middleweight division. Did you, I, I can't even believe this is right, but the commentator said that between the two of those guys, the only fights that they had lost in the last 13 years was to Israel Adesanya. I was like, holy shit. No way. I didn't, even, I didn't hear that. That's crazy. That's true. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah, Robert Whitaker took him to school. He fucked him up. Um, what you guys see as a sentient being, I see as more as just a vi- a virus. So, so someone will be like, "There's these secret cabal meetings behind closed doors," and that's like saying, "Well, at at CrossFit, we used to have closed meetings behind closed doors all the time. That's what organizations do, and if." the 15 richest people in the world, if you were one of them, you would want to meet with them also. And you would have opinions on how the world work. And you'd want to be with someone who also has a lot of money. It's not like some uh, uh, mystical, crazy shit. If you want to talk about mystical, crazy shit, let's talk about your rancha and about the aliens that circle the planet, harvesting emotional energy from us. Like, okay, now you kind of got my attention on some weird shit, but like, it's not, uh, it's not um it's spun into this fucking like spook spook narrative and it's like no it's just people here it's just fucking people here Savon, it's been a while since we had cross uh uh Savon podcast newsletter exclusive video uh oh uh what the hell that's all that keeps me going some weeks okay i know it's cuz i was in newport for 2 weeks and my aspiring filmmaker was and i were uh separated Yeah, that that Lone Star, that is going to be an incredible fight. That is when Adesanya meets that guy. What, what's his name? Not Michael Pena. The fuck is that guy's name? Anyway, that's going to be crazy. That guy is. That's not even a normal man. I was looking at his jaw on one of the shows. His jaw is nuts. 
you know who we're talking about, Caleb? The guy who's going to fight Adesanya next. He knocked him out. He knocked. He beat him twice in kickboxing. I think he knocked him out once. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name. I'm looking it up. He's 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 nuts, and he trains with. I think that he trains with Glover Teixeira in, up in Maine. So you know those guys are bad dudes. Is it, is it Alex Pereira? And so, the, so the, there aren't the, the uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is who it is, Alex Pereira. So, so there, there, there are there are these people who think it's like a sentient being, but I don't think it works like that. I think it's like twenty people who have a fucked up like understanding of logic and thought, and so those are the people. For instance, you get a hundred parents together who all believe that anytime their kids falls down, they should rush over and pick them up. And then that turns into a thousand people. And then they think it's the same people who are just confused. You'll see it in the comments all the time. And that's what that's basically what the Democratic Party and the Republican Party are. They're not sentient beings. They're just I think I've heard it called as groupthink. I think that's kind of a deeper, uh, more realistic uh, view that most people don't really understand, including myself, the way consciousness can sweep over a group of people and get them just to keep thinking wrong and be dipshits. I think it's something like that that's happening and not this fucking scary boogeyman just shit that everyone just keeps talking about. I don't think it works like that. Yeah, like this, the Rockefellers and the and the um the uh what's the um what's the other family that always gets mentioned? The Rothschilds and and the Jews and the it's like dude, chill. Just it's just fucking just people some of them got a lot of money so they can do more shit you have to remember too energy is human energy uh, money is human energy we've all accepted that it's not really human energy but we've accepted it that's how we use the currency i give you 50 dollars, you come over and mow my lawn you give me 50 dollars, i babysit your kids it's like that and, and then with that you get to buy my human energy my time uh, Alex Pereira is the guy that lives under Tony Ferguson's bed. Yeah, he is. I, if you're just kind of tying all the conversation together that he's the scary boogeyman, you're absolutely fucking right. He's freaky looking. He's six, four dude. You wait till you see his jawline. His, his head is massive. Yeah. He's huge. Seven. What do you think about, uh, Hiller going on the juice? Um, I'm I'm excited to see it anytime anyone gets on any like medication uh, who I care about who's my friend I I like hmm I it really but um everyone I know not one person who's gotten on TR I've never heard anyone get on TRT and be like I wish I wouldn't have done it I think I know some people who've gotten on some other shit and wish they wouldn't have done it Yeah that guy's look at that He's, He's a terrifying. savage. Yeah. What's his name again? Alex Pereira? Yeah. Ooh, he's fucking gnarly. Uh, they say being kick- he's the hardest kicker in the UFC, too. I mean, who's they? I don't know. But I I just everywhere, every time everyone talks about him, they say getting kicked by him is like getting hit with a piece of mahogany. He walks around at 2.30. Are you kidding me? What the fuck? So that dude's going to... Um, that dude's going to drop down to uh, 185. That's nuts. I emailed California Hormones. I'm going to do it. You're already juiced up. She's I had my level tested recently in my T for a woman, woman, for a woman age 12. It's supposed to be 80 to 112. That's what my T is too for it's a, the 12 year old girls also. <laughs> 
yeah, Alex Pereira. Uh, nice, Denise. I am more interested in what it does for females. The girls I know who are on it too fucking love it. Okay. Um, thank you, everybody. Have a great day. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, who do we have? I, we, uh, we don't have anyone scheduled tomorrow. No, so, we don't. That's awesome. I'll take tomorrow. Yeah, Brian off. in a couple days, though. Just kidding. I will not take tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I see. Um, oh, maybe I'll see if Dar- Dale Saran wants to come on tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday. Um, top 30 men of all time with Brian Friend. Top 30 men of all time. The 30 fittest men who've ever walked the planet, according to Brian Friend, which I think is uh, the best source for that kind of information. Okay. See you tomorrow. Uh, no, Jeff, you take you take tomorrow off, buddy. I've had about enough of your shit. Give us all a break, please. Yeah. What do you mean? Are you on the list? Yeah, you're on the fucking list. Of course, you're on the list. The you're on a list, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>